Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Am I the asshole for quietly packing my stuff and leaving my family's house without telling anyone after my dad threatened to kick me out? I, 23 female, live at home. I'm in grad school and I work part-time, plus intern at an office. I graduate in June and I've been applying to jobs as much as I can so I can finally move out. My sister, 20 female, also lives at home but is doing school online and doesn't work. I try to help with chores around the house as much as possible, although it's difficult since I leave the house early in the morning and come home late at night. Last week, I came home and there were clean dishes in the dishwasher. I said that I'm gonna take a quick shower and then empty the dishwasher and my dad went on a rant about how I'm useless and never help around the house and that my sister is always the one doing everything. I explained that I do help and that just because they haven't seen me help doesn't mean that I don't. He asked me to give him an example and I told him that I took the garbage out the night before. The conversation escalated to him saying that I should shut up and not argue any longer because he can easily make me homeless if he wanted to. I said okay and went upstairs. The next morning, while everyone was still asleep, I packed my things and left, and I've been sleeping in my car for a week and taking showers at my gym. Later in the day after I left, my parents called and my mum texted me asking where I am when I didn't come home when I was supposed to. I didn't reply and I blocked my entire family's numbers and social medias and haven't spoken to them since. They have been calling and texting my friends asking them where I am. I haven't told any of my friends that I'm sleeping in my car, so I got very confused texts from friends asking me what's going on and why my parents are asking where I am and if I'm safe and okay. I told my closest friend that I left home and that I'm safe and let her know to tell my parents that I'm fine, but I have no desire to speak to them anymore. They've been begging my friend to disclose my location and asking her to ask me to allow them to speak to me. I went to my friends yesterday and she told me what I did was awful and that I should speak to them. I told her that they threatened to make me homeless, so I left by my own volition. But she's insisting that making them worry about my safety is a horrible thing to do. But I honestly think that I just gave them what they asked for. They wanted to get rid of me, so I left. Am I the asshole for leaving and refusing to communicate with them? Edit. My mum was there when this happened, and she was on my dad's side as well, so she's aware of the incident and knows that I was threatened to be made homeless. They also said that I was most likely never going to get a job and was going to stay at home forever, even though I have two jobs right now. The internship is unpaid though, and I'm actively looking for a full-time job. And yes, they've done this before. And now in the comments, not the asshole but maybe talk to your local PD and let them know that if your parents try to file a missing persons report, it's a waste of time because you are not missing. They threatened to kick you out for not helping, so you left. Sounds like a win-win to me. Can you talk to any of your friends about staying with them while you get things together? This is important. 
People leaving abusive relationships can often have the perpetrators file missing person reports, another method of exerting control. Also, obviously, OP is not the asshole. They want their house elf back. Info. I assume the dishwasher incident is the straw that broke the camel's back? Otherwise, secretly moving out and cutting communication does seem a tad extreme if it was the only trigger. In any case, you're an adult and I hope it doesn't take long for you to find your own place. And OP replies, they have done this many times before. When I was 16, I had an argument with my mum because she went through my phone and then my mum told my dad that she can't live with me in the same house and that it's either her or I in the house. So I ended up getting kicked out and I stayed with a friend for a week until she came and picked me up and apologised and said they'd never kick me out again. Which wasn't true because it's the one threat that gets made anytime something happens. Not the asshole. Is there anyone you can stay with until you find a place? Sleeping in cars can be dangerous. I'm sorry that you're dealing with this. Congratulations on graduating grad school. And OP says, thank you. I am looking into finding a shelter to stay in until I can afford a place as I don't want to bother my few friends, so I think a shelter would be a better option. Someone replies to that, if I had a friend going through that, I would absolutely want to be bothered with this. If they are really your friends, let them help you. Not the asshole. Sounds like you were majorly stressed out and having someone scream at you in a place that is supposed to be a calm, safe environment is just not helpful at all. I'm guessing your mum doesn't know what happened. I would at least tell her. And OP says, No, she was there when this happened and she was on my dad's side. He was the one mainly throwing the insults, but she chimed in a few times as well and had a lot to say. And now on to the update. I want to say thank you to everyone who commented and PM'd me with advice after my first post almost two months ago. I received a lot of helpful advice that I took into consideration when planning what to do next. A week after my post, I ended up moving in with a friend who was kind enough to let me stay and pay a very small amount in rent in return. I also ended up talking to my parents and my dad apologized for his behavior and promised to never make a threat like that again which honestly came as a shock to me, but I'm glad things got resolved between us. I let them know that I'm staying with a friend and paying a small amount in rent in the meantime, and that I'm in the process of finding an apartment, and they suggested that I move back in with them for free until I find a job and a place. So I took their offer and I moved back home, and I haven't had issues with them since moving back. I finished grad school and completed my internship, and two weeks ago, I landed a full-time job in my field. I also found an apartment that's only a five minute walk from my job. I start the job next week and I move into my new place two weeks from now. And now in the comments, I read your previous post and I realized just how often Indian parents say this to their kids without actually meaning any of it. What they don't realize is that it affects the self-esteem of children heavily. It's such a toxic dynamic that has been so normalized that they don't even realize that they are saying something so detrimental to their child's mental health. Eastern European parents as well. Yes, our cultures preach resilience, but it's tough when so much of the self-esteem trauma comes from those you're supposed to feel safest with and spend most time with, as a youth at least. I'm always so happy when I hear a good ending. I wish you all the happiness in the world, OP. 
As a long-time lurker, I'm used to seeing these toxic family posts where the OP is forced to go low contact or no contact and the asshole party refuses to apologize and doubles down. So it's nice to see a healthy resolution to a domestic conflict where the asshole admits their fault and relationships can begin to mend. Not every conflict will end as amicably. Plus, it's great to hear of the success that OP has had in her career and living arrangements. I'm a bit conflicted on how to feel about this. I can make you homeless, so stop trying to defend yourself is a grade A crap thing to say and way to parent, but OP still moves back in with them? But then again, we don't know how much deeper things went along with the apology. This might have been a much needed bucket of ice water over the dad's head that woke him up to how truly bad he's been. I'm rather curious if the parents saw that OP's efforts at the chores were noticeable in her absence. Not saying the sister was slacking off, just saying that if it was a kind of 60-40 thing, did the parents soon notice that this 60 of it had walked out the door? It brings me peace of mind that so many people are responding to you with similar experiences, even though I also would much rather be alone in this issue because it means that there are more people like me who are hurt. My parents are like that. Manipulative, constantly kicking you down to make sure you never excel in life because they're afraid that you'll be better off than them. A star sibling who could amount to nothing in life and somehow always does and achieve more. You are desperate for their love and approval because that's how you've been raised. Them beating you down and you having to make up for it. It's the only type of parental love you have ever experienced. It's your normal, even if it isn't to others. It takes a crap ton of time to crawl out of it and even the odds of you being manipulated again are extremely high. It has taken me seven years to cut my mother out of my life and she is still dragging me back in. I have deleted all social media, except Reddit, changed my phone number about 15 times, moved four times, gotten a new job when no one knows me, and she still finds a way back in. Same for my dad. In their stories, they are the victims. That's the story they tell others, making the child the devil in it. Notice how in OP's story, many people contacted her, guilt-tripping her? possibly relaying info to her parents, how she was fearful to tell any of her closest friends but one what was going on. Trauma. She has been taught not to trust anyone. Our next post is titled, Colorado. My ex lied about vaccinating our immune-compromised eight-year-old daughter. She now has chickenpox and is in the hospital. I want my ex as far away from my daughter as possible. Me and my ex split up before our daughter's birth. There were a variety of reasons for this that I won't get into here. One of them though was her anti-science beliefs. She's an anti-vaxxer and doesn't trust science or medicine at all. Well, this sucks because our daughter was born premature and immunocompromised. We have 50-50 custody of her, but due to her condition and my wife's anti-science beliefs, we argue constantly on how to handle her. Well. Recently, our daughter has made incredible progress, and last year was given the go-ahead to get vaccinated for certain viruses, including chickenpox and the flu. My ex went crazy about this and started making my life a living hell, and threatened up and down to take me to court. Around this time, I also got a new job that paid a considerable amount more than my old. When this happened, I decided that I wanted to move my girl into a private school that has a program for immune-compromised children and offered to pay 100% tuition. 
The only problem, for her at least, is that this school requires students to be fully vaccinated up to their medically allowed limits in my daughter's case. My ex fought me up and down on this and we ended up in court. The judge agreed with me and ordered my daughter to be vaccinated. X had a full breakdown, but in the end, agreed only on the conditions she get to take her to lessen the emotional damage and make sure the doctor doesn't poison her. I demanded the medical forms confirming this and she agreed. So my daughter finally got vaccinated and last fall started at her awesome new school. Well, last week, my daughter got incredibly sick and had to be rushed to the hospital from school. She somehow had contracted chickenpox despite being vaccinated for it. I have been stressed out from the minute that I got the call and confused as hell how she got it. My daughter must have picked up on this and thought that I was mad at her because when I was visiting her in the hospital, she decided to tell me the secret that mummy promised to make her keep. Turns out, my ex didn't vaccinate her. She made my daughter lie about it. Instead, she has been using special oils and salts to keep her from getting sick. So, what about the forms I got saying that she was vaccinated? They are fake. I called the doctor and it turns out she never went in and he never signed any forms confirming she was vaccinated. So my ex lied and faked forms to convince me that she was vaccinated. I am pissed to say the least. My daughter is in the hospital because my ex decided to let her beliefs come before our child's health. My ex doesn't know that I know yet and I told my daughter not to tell her. I want her gone now. How do I approach this to make sure my ex suffers for this? I have the forms that she handed me and texts from the day she took her. I also have the doctor on record saying he never signed off on these and that the ones I have are forged. I'm planning on speaking to a lawyer, but I would like to know going in what to do. Thank you. And now in the comments, she was ordered by a judge to do something. Not only did she not do it, but she forged medical documents and lied in the process of not doing it. Beyond any other issue that she could get in trouble for, neglect, child safety issues, CPS issues, this is unambiguously problematic. If you have a copy of the initial court order, you could probably request one if you don't have it, that should be one of the first things that you bring up with an attorney. Forgery, medical neglect, gross negligence with damages and contempt of court also may be fraud. Depending on jurisdiction, some just require damage to be done by misrepresenting fact for personal gain, then require intent to cause harm for, and others require financial interest. That is one hell of a sentencing. I am not a lawyer, however, this one detail stuck out to me. Quote, when this happened, I decided I want to move my girl into a private school. And the only problem, for her at least, is that this school requires students to be fully vaccinated up to their medically allowed limit in my daughter's case. Your ex's decision didn't only endanger your daughter's life, she endangered all of the children there. There is a non-zero chance that some of the children there are now infected with chickenpox as well, and depending on their own health, chances are it's even worse for them than your daughter. As you pointed out, your daughter is already hospitalized. This may directly kill someone. My question for the actual lawyers here, can the school take action against the ex? What about the other parents at the school? I feel like they have a very strong case, especially if, and I really hope this doesn't happen, someone dies because of the ex's malicious actions. At the very least, it would help the case to get the ex's custody removed. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And now on to the update. Wow, that last post got real popular, it seems. For better and for worse. Seeing as you guys were interested in it, I thought that I would come back with an update. Well, a lot has happened since that day. My daughter is safe with me and was let out of the hospital about a week ago. She's getting better every day. I know though, you guys want the full story, so here it is. After I made that post, I took the advice given to me, and the next time I saw my daughter, I told her that it was wrong of me to ask her to keep secrets, and that it's okay to tell her mum. Along with that, I saw a lawyer recommended to me by a trusted party. When I went to see him, he told me that this is a case that lawyers salivate over, and that my ex is in a lot of trouble. I immediately filed for emergency custody of my daughter. I also got into contact with the doctor again, and explained the situation fully to him. He says that while he will not be getting lawyers involved, that he wishes for me to submit the evidence to the police and file a report. Along with this, my lawyer has gotten into contact with the court that originally ordered us to vaccinate our daughter and has handed over everything that I gave to him. He has advised me to stay quiet on this matter, so I will leave it at my ex is in a lot of trouble with them. During this time, my ex started to get suspicious. Maybe it was because a friend told her about a post on Reddit and she freaked out? Who knows? A few days later, when I saw her at the hospital, we had an altercation. She became hysterical and yelled various threats and insults at me, including telling me that I want to poison our daughter right in front of our sick child. She was escorted out of the building and the head nurse had banned her from coming back. After this, she sent me a barrage of texts telling me that I am a monster and that if she had vaccinated her that she would be dead now. This was sent to my lawyer. As he puts it, she is what lawyers dream of when they hear who is on the other side of the court. Outside of this, I've been advised to stay as quiet as possible. So I'll leave with this. This week, I received emergency custody of my daughter until our custody hearing later this year. I have heard that the DA is slowly getting ready to move forward with a multitude of charges against my ex, and that will land her in jail soonish. And that's really it for now. I'm going to follow the advice given by my lawyer and say nothing else to anyone. I do not want the media involved in this for a few reasons, so I've left this as vague as possible. When it's all said and done, if the interest is still there, I may come back again. But for now, thanks for the advice in the original thread. Me and my daughter appreciate you all. And now to the final update. 
Hello again, everyone out there. Three years ago, I made a post about how my ex lied about vaccinating our daughter. Soon after, I gave an update and disappeared over the horizon. I had completely forgotten about making that post, as the last few years dealing with a global pandemic and an immunocompromised daughter have aged me three decades. But I saw a post recently talking about my own posts, and it came back like a ton of bricks. After wrestling to get back into this account, here I am. I hope you're all still interested in an update. Well, to give the short answer first, I have full custody of my daughter, and my ex is barred from having any contact with her. The long answer, my court battle between my ex and me was a grueling process, one of the worst periods of my life. It took over five months from the time that I got emergency custody to get full custody of my daughter. In retrospect, those five months were not as long as they felt, but they felt like the longest months of my life at that point. My ex's harassment at that time got worse, even coming to my house and attempting to force herself in to take our daughter. She was arrested for this and charged with attempted forced entry. Before she could bail herself out, the DA decided to throw the book at her for forging medical documents. She ended up spending a month in jail for this, which unfortunately got our custody case continued. The upside of this was that I was given a protective order for me and my daughter out of this, one that bit her in the ass when we finally got in front of a judge. I was given full custody of my daughter. My ex and her lawyer pissed off the judge by trying to claim that I had planned this all from the start, forcing her into a corner to vaccinate our daughter so that I could use her response to initiate the custody battle. Her actions, her upcoming hearing for committing felony forgery and forced entry, along with the protective order, convinced the judge that my ex was more than a danger to our daughter. She lost all custodial rights, and as of now, is not legally allowed to contact her in any form. My protective order was extended by two years as well, but I didn't need it, as it was only a few months later that she went to prison. My ex pleaded out, they dropped the forced entry charge, and she only got two years in prison for the forgery, but was still hit with the felony. She was released early due to COVID though. Since then, luckily, I have had no contact with my ex outside of getting the child support that I am owed. I'm not really inclined to keep tabs on her personal life, but I do know that she went off the conspiracy deep end. She is now a full QAnon supporter and dating someone who was involved in the January 6th insurrection. Other than that, she has disappeared from my daughter's life entirely. As for me and my daughter, the past few years have been a living nightmare. We moved to a new state, and I had to put her into fully online schooling. But our lives are great. And amazingly, my daughter was able to get the COVID vaccine only a month ago, and is cleared to go to physical school once the summer ends. This saga of my life has taught me so many things. I am grateful every day to have my daughter with me, safe, and in a place where she can slowly grow and get healthier. It's kind of touching that so many people are interested after all this time in a normal guy like me and my daughter. I genuinely hope this is the last update that I have to make. Thank you for your interest and see you all over the next horizon. And now in the comments, well, this is good news. It hits home because of my own ex and my stepchildren, a battle that I lost. The most beautiful text I got was from my chosen daughter when she was of age. I got vaccinated of my own accord. I cried for so very long. Look, you lost the battle, but you won the war. 
The fact that you fought for them is something they'll always carry with them. Knowing that you're wanted is everything. This was me with my ex and his kids. Their mum was fine and her husband was too, but my ex tried to make her life a living hell and made mine a living hell in the process. One of them turned 20 today and I still get to have them in my life and I am forever grateful. While I lost the battle with him, I won the war. What kind of crockpot lawyer did she find that was willing to argue in court that her ex forced her to commit felony forgery to get custody? And OP replies, No clue to be honest with you. They left out the fact that she, you know, committed a crime? Their argument was that I used her beliefs against her and that my original goal was to use the vaccination to force a judge to give me full custody because my ex wouldn't allow her to be vaccinated. My guess is that the lawyer took her money and then asked questions later. I can only imagine Crazy Pants' social media posts about the conspiracies against her and how her daughter was stolen and poisoned and it's the deep state and whatever other nonsense she conjures. I hope the daughter is okay emotionally with not having her around, but man, that's a lot. QAnon seems quite popular with estranged parents from what I hear. For these people, it's easier to invent an insane conspiracy than take responsibility, sadly. It makes me worried about my mom. She's mostly fine now, but I can see the signs. I fear that she's only one bad day from going off the deep end sometimes. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 